What is going on, everyone? It is Jaden and Davis coming back at you guys with another episode of the M3 Podcast. Today, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter episode. We're uh, hoping to get this out to you as best, quick as we can. So we're going to get you right boy. into the topics. <laughs> you boy! Okay, uh, we're going to be talking about more Gaming Corner stuff, especially since the 2019 Game Awards just finished. And uh, the Streamies just finished as well. So okay. I... I oh, I didn't about... even notice they finished already. I thought they were still... Oh, cool. Okay. They finished. I want to just go over some, uh, like, really outrageous stuff. So some of it's really good and some of it's really bad for the streamies. And then we'll go into the Game Awards and stuff like that. And then uh, Davis found an interview by Eugene from the Try Guys talking with the CEO of YouTube. And uh, I'll just say this. I watched it for a minute and then I clicked off of it. Mostly because well, I had stuff to do, but... Well, it's... It, and it's 45 minutes long, so... Mm-hmm. And I watched it because I had time to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was... Just to give a little brief idea before we go deep into it, is it actually is... There is, like... The Try Guys have been known throughout uh, YouTube for a few years now, and they... Since the end of 28... Or the end of 2017, start of 2018, they created their own channel, so... Mm. that Like, they are well-known, that's why it's these these guys... One of these guys that are talking to them. And it's it basically goes into a, a idea of like some of the new policies and stuff like that of what um, what happened in end of 2019 and everything like that and what they're going into for 2020. Yeah, absolutely. But, so but yeah, let, maybe we'll hear them out. Maybe they will have some good things for us. But mm-hmm. uh, this this CEO has been in power since 2014, which when I heard, immediately heard that, I'm like, isn't that when YouTube started going down the shitter? But um, we we won't know. We'll we'll I guess we'll hear about that a little bit later. So um, the first mm-hmm. thing we're gonna be talking about is the streamies, and my God, one fucking person rose above everyone else in the streamy world, and that's because they got Creator of the Year. So uh, Davis, Mr. Beast. No. No, not Mr. Beast. Oh. No, I, I was gonna ask you who would be your number one choice for content creator this year. Oh my my choice my. I wanted. I would want Peter McKinnon, but that's because like he he well he won twenty eighteen uh, Upriser of the Year. Um, he only has like I could check his channel, but I don't. I I think he only has like five something million or something something like that. Maybe maybe nothing too too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really like his content. I watch basically every video that he does. Um, be. But for me, it's because um, I really got into him because I'm try because he teaches like things like uh, photography, uh, cinematography, like the difference for your different type of lenses, the different type of uh, what different things do, different type of lights, and how to do mm-hmm. um, photography. And it's his style, the way he t- like the way he introduces himself and his energetic. I I really like his stuff. So even when it's not has nothing to do with wanting to learn anything, or if I have or if he's talking about something on After Effects, for example, and I don't, I know I, whatever, it doesn't matter to me because I don't have After Effects, mm-hmm. but I still watch his video just because I like his, his content. So yeah. he's, he's my favorite YouTuber of uh, 2018, 2019. Yeah, so I, I just pulled him up right now. So he has a video called Easy Editing Trick for Better Videos Mask Effect. Um, so Peter yeah. McKinnon only has 4.15 million subscribers. Yes. So See, and I knew it wasn't that for a, for a major for for YouTube, that's not crazy high. Like mm-hmm. he's 
he's he has the silver play button he has the gold play button for for uh reaching breaking a million and actually he got his first like he broke out of into youtube super fast like he had his first million subscribers in nine months mm-hmm. like so yeah he's he's definitely one of my favorite uh creators right now mm-hmm. what the fuck am i looking at right now so i decided to look at uh the person who actually won the streamy awards and i think this uh, combined her accounts have like eight seven million subscribers something like that mm-hmm. yeah so uh it's tana mojo matt Mongyu. i don't fucking know what her last name is but it, it really pisses me off because uh she doesn't deserve content creator of the year i'm just gonna come out and say it because i i've seen this on the internet uh, like a billion times like i go to her twitter when she won this and you would get a tweet that's like, congratulations, Tana, we're so proud of you, and it has like 10 likes, then people would just like go after that person and say, yeah, no, she doesn't deserve content creator of the year. She deserves worst content creator of the year and has like thousands of likes. So clearly the internet does not agree with the streamies, especially because I'm looking at the uh, choices for who could have been creator of the year. So there's David Dobrik, who is really, really big this year. Uh, Mr. Beast, Ninja. I don't really think Ninja should really be in that category. Because he's a gamer. He's a streamer. He's a streamer. Yeah. He totally should be in like the Twitch awards, but not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily Singh and a few of these other ones that I don't really know of. But the fact that she got it, especially with all the shit that's been going around, there's the iDubs content caught. The iDubs content caught. I wonder if it's even there anymore. Because they started taking down some of his videos. Nope, it's still there. So 29 million views, and it basically goes into saying Tana is a piece of shit because she really, really embellishes heavily in her videos. And it's a blatant... It, it's just blatantly true. One of the videos... or She was live on tour, and she was re-telling uh, the story of how iDubs came up to the show and said, Say the N-word! And like... Uh, oh, I, I don't know why I did the thumbs up, but... It literally, <laughs> it was like say n-word and she freaked out and she was like he has his arm like around my neck in like a chokehold and he gave like a thumbs up and he was trying to fight people and stuff like that but clearly Mm. in the video it literally doesn't do anything he literally just doesn't do anything he just goes up to her says that and then he gets kicked out even though he paid like a ton of money to go see her live yeah so i don't know it's just stupid there was also like she married Jake Paul. The reason I'm using quotation marks is they didn't actually acquire a marriage license, and it was said afterwards like it was oh, just for publicity. It right? Was yeah, just yeah. For a show. I, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, Jake, because it was part of. Uh, I remember the um, one of the podcasts I was listening to. I think it was the Try Guys podcast actually, and they were yeah. talking about that. And it was, um, um, yeah, how it's how it was, it was kind of this whole elaborate prank or something like that. Mm-hmm. I heard, I, yeah, I, that might be the one I'm thinking of, but I remember hearing something about, like, he, yeah, I think it was Jake. Yeah, it would have been Jake Paul, because doesn't he make that kind of content sometimes, like big like pranks and and stuff? I don't know. I don't follow any of the Pauls. Uh, Jake Paul makes, like, he just vlogs. He also makes uh, Gambling for Kids. That was a recent controversy as well. Oof. Yeah, so that was pretty big. But, um, yeah, he just makes, like, these vlogs and stuff like that, and he also lies and stuff, and he's also a piece of shit, because he doxed Post Malone, which is, like, shared his personal information, whether intentionally or not, he did that, 
-hmm. tried to he like clickbaited ninja apparently and then he tried being a twitch streamer but he quickly found out that twitch streaming and youtube videos are quite different in the fact that as a twitch streamer you're kind of just like you have to keep going for hours and hours and hours mm -hmm. uh it's in, it's not much editing no to it, like you have to have like a personality you have to actually like be entertaining in some way or some form otherwise someone's just gonna click off compared to a youtube video where you could just be you could be super energetic for those 10 minutes of the video and then the rest of the time you could hate your life go into editing and then it looks like you have a super fabulous life but you really don't mm -hmm. so he he found that out and he was a big piece of shit and then he of course had the tana Mo mongu thing i i'm just gonna call her tana mojo because that's what idub says and i think it's fucking funny so, uh, Tana Mojo does not deserve content creator of the year. The fact that she even got into the, like, what is it called? It's not applicants. Fuck me. The, the uh, the, uh, the nominees or the running. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they, she even got into the nominee. See, this is how dumb I am. See, like, don't make <laughs> me, it's like, and people are probably going to be like, oh, you don't deserve to be content creators of the year. No, I don't. I don't fucking care. I don't want this award yet. Well, yeah, exactly. Yet, yeah. Wait, yeah. let's let's get a let, let's give, wait. give us a few more years, considering we have all of uh, what twenty nine subscribers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love all of you. Yeah, exactly. Let's take a look at our uh, let's take a look at our account right now, Multimedia Madness. Let's pull this up real quick. Boom, twenty nine subscribers. Yes. And like some of these things, like they don't have any views. And it's like, yeah, we're not exactly time. we're not exactly uh, YouTubers. We're, yeah. we're literally just doing it for the fun. Yeah, we're doing it for fun. We do it because we enjoy doing it. We we talk to each other like that's that's the thing. And especially when I like we since we're separated in schools now, and Davis is still in school, and I live like fucking an hour away. <laughs> this is like the only way we can communicate with each other. <laughs> like the, this is the only way we could talk. But anyways, let's get into more of the streamy stuff. So show of the year. Went to Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember hearing about like, I. So I, I started watching. I literally just subscribed to them uh, midway through this uh, this year. Um, I watched a few of their videos and I got into a, a trend of like watching them or whatever. But then I realized that it's just the same thing over and over again. Really? It's literally just, it's them sitting in in front on their desk, and they go like. We put this thing on a shelf for a month. What did it do? Or they do, we put this chem this uh, type of uh, juice into a fil into a filter. Will you, what will it look like or something like that? Mm -hmm. Or they'll be like, we ate this disgusting thing with blindfolds on. What is it like? And it's and then they just rinse and repeat the same idea, like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's like, which I get again. That's your brand. That's what people like. That's what people. But I'm like, okay, I. I, I stopped. I was like, okay, hey, I'm just going to stop watching it. And then after then after I stopped watching it, it stopped showing up on my feed because the algorithm, how it works. Mm -hmm. You're not watching it anymore? Okay, we won't put it on your homepage. I, so I, I am still subscribed to them, but I just don't watch them anymore. I don't watch the stuff anymore. Like, yeah. Unless I see something that's actually going to be interesting. Yeah, I find it really hard to like find that kind of content. I find a lot of content I don't want to watch. I have like been like, yeah, don't recommend this channel to me. Don't recommend this channel. Don't recommend this channel. But Good Mythical Morning, I'm really sad to hear that because I remember watching a few episodes when I was sick and uh, some of them were like, oh yeah, how 
how are these snacks compared to each other? Like, what's the spice yeah. meter and stuff like that? Like, that's cool. I like to know that kind of stuff. But if it's this, like, I don't mind if it's the same thing over and over again, but if it's literally using the exact same foods or something like that, it's like, but this time we have one extra thing and we took this one out. It's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Eat that one thing. You don't need to make it a full video. But uh, some of the other shows of the year were uh, the Philip DeFranco show, the Try Guys, and the Tiny Meat Gang podcast, which I think they're all pretty good nominees. And then a bunch of other ones I have no clue. Honestly, I I think out of those ones, I think... Philip DeFranco probably should have won. Like, I, because again, going back, like, I try guys is probably the one that I watched the most. But, um, as they even said on their own channel, that they have multiple shows, like, different, different series. So it's kind of hard to pick which one. But Philip mm-hmm. DeFranco, even though I was just complaining about rinse and repeat doing the same thing, but he's a way of figuring out the, the news. The real world, like not not just uh, like sports or or gaming or whatever, but it, like real world, like the Trump impeachment that's going on right now, mm-hmm. for example, you'll find a real world news and stuff like that, and he tells it in in a good way. So I think, in my opinion, out of the ones that you just listed, he he could he should have won. I yeah, I think that's totally fair. He even covered like the uh, whole K-pop thing with uh, BTS yeah. and their mandatory two years. I think. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they are actually legally supposed to do it, so no, I don't think they are going to be exempt from it. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, at a minimum of two years, the band will be on hiatus, at least until they come back full force. And it's not even mm-hmm. that bad. If they all do it at once, two years, done. Then you get back in. And they're, they're popular enough that they will be able to bounce back easily. Exactly, and if they make something fire, they'll come back even harder. They'll swing back even harder, so there's that. Um, let's move on. Breakout creator was Mr. Beast. Not that surprising. Yeah, well, he only yeah he only became popular what this year? Yeah, or it, end of twenty eighteen. Was I? Can't I thought remember. I because like I know that he's been creating because I've been watching like uh like the draw my life on him and stuff like that. So apparently he's been creating videos since. Like 2012 or something like that, since or since he, used he to was make Minecraft stuff. Yeah, he used to yeah. make Minecraft videos. Yeah, and his first, so he started, and then he got into the like Call of Duty, and he his first like account got like a thousand subscribers or whatever, and and his channel name is based off of his gamer tag basically. And but yeah, it, then it wasn't until he got his first sponsor by Quid, I think, that he did that first like thousand dollar to random homeless person or something like that, and that's mm-hmm. yeah. But I thought that was twenty. I thought that was still twenty eighteen, not twenty nineteen. I have no clue. I cannot nope. confirm nor deny this. Yeah, but regardless, so yeah, it's Mr. Beast. Like it's it's what of course because he's uh, he's doing a challenge where he's giving away a million dollars. Like we're gonna yeah. find out uh, today. Today, yeah, today, yeah. I don't remember at what time. I think it's at like two mm-hmm. Eastern time is when the video. Uh, so like he knows how to in market now that he has his thing and uh he's he's definitely he's the second i think he uh, he might be not quite the second yet but he he doesn't want to take he specifically has said he doesn't want to take the number one spot from pewdiepie but like fuck. PewDiePie, pewdiepie is on hiatus now he's taking a break from youtube in 2020 oh really yeah yeah, I don't know. That was another thing. He didn't show up on this year's uh, streamings list. 
I don't think he showed up once. Let's take a look. Well, it's PewDiePie. He's a multimillionaire. Exactly. He's, right. he's literally a single person that's making has just as much or more than a large company in India. Yeah, literally. Like it's so an atom. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's literally just because he's been doing it since YouTube YouTube creators, YouTubers first became a thing. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, grown so much from it. And I'm still not subscribed to him. No, nope, I'm not me going either. to. Me neither. But I'm not subscribed to T series either, so there's there it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not contributing or because uh, yes, I would rather uh, an actual YouTuber having the top spot. Of, I guess it makes more sense, but. Mm. I'm still not going to throw my eggs into either basket. Yeah. Okay, let's go through the rest of these real quick. So, Philip DeFranco did win an award for uh, Best New Show. Makes uh, sense. Mark Rober won award for Best Science and Education. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Marquez Brownlee won for Technology. Makes sense. Best Live Streamer was Ninja. Yeah, not a surprise there. Not a surprise, yeah. Uh. Breakthrough music artist was Little Nas X because uh, the Old Town Road. Old Town Road, yeah. The best podcast. I'm sad the H3 podcast didn't win. Or the Tiny Meat King. Literally all of them. But it's uh, Impulsive, which I'm pretty sure is Jake Paul's. Yeah, it's sorry, yeah. it's Logan Paul's podcast. The fuck, guys? Really? Don't let this guy win anymore. Um, Best acting was Brandon Rogers in Blame the Hero. Uh, sure. Which okay. is pretty cool. Uh, blah blah blah. It really does not look like there's much else. Nothing made. Nothing made. Who? Because, what? Yeah. So, what? What? What's the biggest? You know how like the Oscars? It's uh, the like movie of best picture award is the biggest one. Like every, every, they're all all the best editing. There's the best music. All that shit. Like everything is like leads up to, and then the best picture award is the big one. Yeah. What's the biggest one? Is be is Breakout the biggest, or is the or um, uh, creator creator of, creator of the year? Yeah, yeah. And who, who was that one again? Tana Mojo. Oh, right. So someone that I don't even know who that is. So, Dubbing. but I also, but okay, whatever. Fair enough. I'll go watch the iDubs content cop of Tana Mojo. You'll see why I hate her. You'll see why the internet hates her. Okay. I because. Her career should have been dead right there. She should have been stopped, but no. Her fucking five-year-old fan base is like, oh, let me just suck this up. And all the horny like teenage boys are just like, oh, yeah, I totally am going to be on this train. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> jump uh, into gaming. Jumping into gaming now. Game Awards 2019. The winners came out. So I was watching a few live streams as this was happening. Mm -hmm. um, so Game of the Year uh, was not Fortnite. Red Dead 2. No, that actually wasn't even in the runnings. Spider-Man PS4. Not in the running. Uh, Call of Duty, the new one, Modern no. Warfare, that just... No? No. Uh, so, Pokemon Sword, 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 Sword and Shield. Not in the running. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah, I feel like you're winning the internet vote on this one, but you're not winning um, the actual Okay, let me, let, me get, let me guess one more time. Based yeah. off of my knowledge of my very little knowledge of gaming, uh, didn't the new Smash the new Smash Bros that came out that it, was this year? That was in the running. So. Oh, okay. At least that was okay. Yeah, so I got, got at least. That. Um, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice was the game of the year. Which what? I, I don't totally even know. What this, Jesus Christ! I don't even know what this is. So that's dark. <laughs> that's like the Ninja Dark Souls game. 
So uh, it was made by From Software, the guys who make Dark Souls. And they okay. added like a samurai ninja kind of theme to it. So you can like fly around and like use grappling hooks and shit. It was super cool. Um, best game direction was Death Stranding. I'm surprised that this like Death Stranding was getting so many awards considering how many people I saw initially hated the game. Because mm-hmm. like the game, it was just like, oh yeah, this is mail delivery game. Nobody wants to play that. But apparently everyone wants to fucking play that. So I don't know. Um, best music was also Death Stranding. Okay. Best audio design was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Woohoo! At least a game I know and and I play. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Best ongoing game. Can you guess which one this was? Ongoing meaning like, like it's still going on. Like it's still... Pokemon. No. Damn it. Call of Duty. Like it's a specific game, not a franchise. Oh, I don't know. No idea. Fortnite. Oh. Those are one of the two winners of Fortnite, I think, that they won. Um, best mobile game was the Call of Duty mobile game. Uh, best community support was Destiny 2, which was Bungie, which makes sense. Um, I don't know. There's really not much. You so, so far, nothing from EA? So far, nothing from EA. Okay, so you don't need to rant. Okay, we're don't good. need to rant. So, Super Smash Bros. won best fighting game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion won Best Family Game. Fire Emblem Three Houses won Best Strategy Game. So that was three for Nintendo right there. Uh, Crash Team Racing won Best Sports Slash Racing Game. Oh, here here's the EA one. Best Multiplayer Game was Apex Legends. Which I can see. I can totally see Apex like winning that. Because you have three guys. You're in a squad. You're being very tactical. Using your abilities and stuff like that. The runners-up were Borderlands 3, which mm-hmm. failed to live up to expectations, in my opinion. Call of Duty mm-hmm. Modern Warfare, which mm-hmm. is... Yeah, you don't need to be a multiplayer. Yeah, you... It's, it's yeah. Doesn't, not really a team game. Tetris yeah. 99, which you you can't just hop into a lobby with a bunch of friends and play. You just go in and you play with 98 other people. Okay. And then Tom Clancy's The Division 2, which I think didn't live up to expectations. I have that game, I just haven't played it yet. Weren't but, those uh, solo games? The, uh, the Tom Clancy? Some I remember. I remember the Tom Clancy series back when, like, PlayStation 1. I, I played some of the Tom Clancy uh, games. I don't remember what they're Cell, called. Please. Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yep. you go. There you hey! Go. Yeah, so Apex 1, I think that totally makes sense because it's a huge, it's a free game. Uh, free. Because you're only paying for uh, skins. Uh, yeah. There's a ton of. New, there's a new map now. There's new characters. There's new skins. Like you could team up with your friends. You can go solo. Like they added a bunch to the game. So I'm not surprised, and I think it was well deserved for respawn to win. Uh, cool. Best action and adventure game was Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Content creator of the year was Shroud. He's like a CS. He was. I think he's like a former CS:GO pro. And he's been playing like battle royale games like Apex Legends and Call of Duty and Fortnite and PUBG and shit like that. Okay. Uh, best esports game was League of Legends. Best esports player was Kyle Buga Gearstorf from Immortals in in Fortnite. I'm pretty sure he was the guy who won. Uh I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna tournament? say it's not. It's not a, a Japanese kid. No, he 
he is 16 year old from the United States. I think he was the kid that won three million dollars. I think I am not a hundred percent sure, but uh, yeah, that was that best esports team was G two esports. I was very happy with that. Other than that, there's really not much to report. There's nothing like out of the ordinary. Was there anything that was like a, a like a letdown for you? Like you're like, no, I should have won, or anything like that. Like, um, for, or or anything that were like, they're like, yeah, that you were, did you? Was there anything that upset you or anything about? Um, not really. Like I never really, I didn't really play a lot of these games. I I kind of wish there was a better like indie game thing because, uh, well, okay, there's the best indie game department, but really it wasn't that much it was that was one category uh not really anything to complain about mm-hmm. like the nintendo games one which is good uh Sekiro shadows die twice i heard was really good um the con- gaming content creator was shroud i don't know how i feel about that i i don't know i don't really watch a lot of gaming content creators now that i think about it at least not more relevant newer ones mm-hmm. but uh that was that but uh some of the actual highlights from the game awards were some of the things that were said about xbox and uh some video games and stuff like that so there were a ton of like exclusive games and stuff like that here are a few that i picked out um ori and the will of the wisps which is ori and the blind forest uh sequel which i was really mm-hmm. excited for gets a new trailer and a new release date it got delayed, which is really sad. Well, hey, hey, I've, there's been a lot of discussion in my class. So I've, I have, I think three or four people in my uh, class this year that are in gaming, and they were all talking about burnout and how like pushing a game is going to help with your personal, your people like creating a game, and without them going like, then the mental health being better. So that might be the reason. That might be the reason, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. Before you get upset about waiting for a game. No, I wasn't gonna be. I'm not <laughs> mad about. I'm mad about something. Like I'm mad about games being delayed and then still being shit. Like Anthem, when when that whole controversy went out with Anthem yeah. being five years in pre-production, being between like Edmonton and like all of these other studios, and they still didn't know what the fuck was going on until the trailer came out, and then they're like, okay, this is the game. And then having things like, oh yeah, we're going to build this level without any use of the flying. And then it's like, just kidding, the flying is back in. Now you got to redesign the level. So having people take things out and scrap it and redesign it, like, mm. that's not okay. I think this would be okay if it means, like, mental health is getting better, the company is going to start doing better, mm-hmm. uh, or it means that the game is going to be getting better. So maybe the yeah. game wasn't exactly what we wanted it to be, what they wanted it to be maybe it's like ori and the will of the wisps was just like not nearly as perfect and they just said xbox we need more time and xbox is like fucking fine just take the time just make it the best game you possibly can yeah hopefully that ends up turning out well yeah Mm -hmm. and this is one of the xbox's exclusives so if this game kills this will be like hammering another nail into the coffin of the ps5 and we're gonna get into why that is in a second Mm -hmm. so um yeah, I'm I'm still excited for Ori and Will of the Wisps, especially since it's coming out on the Game Pass, so that means I don't have to buy it. It means I can play it 
I want 100% the game. I'm almost done 100%ing Ori in the Blind Forest, but I just don't want to go on that one die mode because I'm just going to fucking keep killing myself. I'm going to get to the end of the game. I'm going to mess up on one jump, and I'm going to have to restart the entire game. So, prefer not it to do It takes commitment. It takes commitment to a whole new level. So, uh, here is um, here's something cool. So, Xbox Scarlet is what, or Project Scarlet is what it was formerly called. We found a new name for it. It's called the Xbox Series X. And let me just pull up a Scarlet picture. Scarlet sounds better. I like the Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet sounds better than Series X. That just makes it... That's just as confusing as freaking one. Like, what's up with Microsoft and not being able to name their consoles? I don't know, but it is very... Like, Sony... PlayStation, PlayStation 1, 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. There you go. <laughs> Xbox, yeah. they're, Microsoft, they're like, Xbox. let's just spit out some random words. Yeah, Xbox. Uh, I think it's just because they want it to be like Xbox 360. It's like entertainment, parties, uh, like community and uh, gaming and entertainment and stuff like that. So it does like a whole revolution kind of thing. With the Xbox One, it's like, okay, this is all of it. Xbox One is for everything. Me, but the uh, opening trailer and stuff like that for the Xbox One was a complete disaster because it was like, yeah, it's basically a glorified TV remote is what you're saying it is. You can control the prices right with it you can, <laughs> and stuff like that. So um, I just sent you a picture of this, so we're going to put this up on screen right now. Uh, this is what the Xbox Series X looks like. I think that's. I think they're trolling with nope, that. No, that's that's the actual thing. That that literally is just a computer tower. It's exactly what it's supposed to like replicate. There's mm. no way they would go to the game awards and they would say, "Yeah, you know what? We're just gonna like troll people with this." It ain't April Fools, man. This is what it is. And I PS like the color. the The matte black is is really nice. I like the color. And but, like the top of it actually emits like a little bit of a green glow to it I'm and it looks like it would make good uh, good cooling and stuff but like where like oh wait what i sent you a new picture so this is what the ps5 is supposed to look like in comparison to the xbox one S or xbox series x is that official too that looks like a troll too because that looks like a uh an old like an old like blu-ray player or like a do you remember back in the 90s or early 2000s, uh, a TiVo? A when TiVo. it was, yeah, so it was talking about like, it was before, obviously, like, that was the big thing is that you could pause and record like live TV and stuff like that. So that's what a TiVo was. Mm -hmm. um, this looks kind of like what that con that thing was back in the two early, like, 2000s. And then, the what? That's they that's... both look so weird. I it do, the Xbox does look better, and it actually is in a, a well, box. This but... is what it's like. That's what people are thinking it's gonna look like. But it's not an official look yet. So okay, that's what everyone thinking it's gonna look like. Because what would the what would the point of that big gap in the middle be? I don't know. It but it. I think the Xbox Series X looks way better. Than that. So one the one thing that I was definitely what I was just about to say is that um, most like TV stands, uh, like even just looking over mine for example, they have the shelf and then there's like something underneath or 
or something on the side, like an opening to put your DVD player, your your gaming con- your consoles and stuff like that. And it's about you know whatever, however big. Mm-hmm. So if so if you have a big like tower, you're gonna have to set that on the floor next to your TVs, and it's just gonna make you more. You can put it sideways. They have confirmed that. So it doesn't have okay, to be. It's, it's, it's still wider than what the original. Big. Like so, it's still gonna be too wide. Like it will, ju- and it's just gonna look clunkier. I think it. In that area, like, because how um, computer desks are set up, they're made to have that shape for the tower, right? Mm-hmm. But a TV stand, in like, it is, unless you set it next to, because uh, some, like, speakers are, like, that shape. So unless you set it next to your, like, your subwoofer of your speaker, then it might look fine. But I, I think aesthetics-wise, like, setting up your house or whatever, it's going to... F- it's gonna look weird. It's gonna make like a weird position for trying to find a spot for it. Yeah, I think. To, that, that, like, and that's totally it, it fair. Be, yeah, which is just a, an observation that I noticed. Yeah, you know. and that's. Totally but it, 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 yeah, but in the comparison of the of the two, yeah, that if that's the official design for the PS5, that's just like, it looks like a '90s Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be a really nice change of pace because instead of having these weird off-kilter black boxes where you have like a big part like that's like this and then a smaller part underneath it like this where it looks kind of uneven you have this whole even tower for it and you can put it however you want same, yeah like same, like same with the other consoles besides the original xbox one you can put it sideways or you can put it straight up like mm-hmm. the xbox 360 the xbox one s and the what xbox one x i think it's actually a really cool design and i think it's going to make sense for a lot of people because especially with me my desk i have three monitors here I can put that Xbox behind one of the monitors, and then mm-hmm. if I need to switch a game, I just like sneak back there, hit a button, and then it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, exactly. It literally just depends on your personal setup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so every individual. I think it, I think it's gonna look really really cool. I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be super duper exciting to see what they actually do with it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how things come along. But let's talk about some of the features that they have. Um, one of the features is that uh, this monolith of a console will be able to hold different games at different points. So basically, the way like PS4 and Xbox One work is, if you're playing a game and you want to take a break from it, you can turn off your console, and it won't actually close the application, right? So, say you're playing, like, Halo Reach campaign, you're in this really intense mode, and then your mom is like, hey, we're gonna go, like, the movies or something, and you're like, oh, okay. So you turn off the console, um, then what you're gonna do is you're gonna have that console, uh, come be able to come back to that console, and you can boot it right up again. That's exactly how every console works now. Compared to how it's gonna work in the future, hopefully for Xbox, is every game is gonna be like that. So let's say you wanna play... Halo Reach, so you're playing through the campaign and you're like, you know what, I want to go play some Demon's Tilt, I want to play some Pinball. You stop that game, it's suspended, but you're playing Demon's Tilt as well. So you're going to be playing Demon's Tilt with the X, the Halo Reach save, and then you're like, I kind of want to switch back. So you're in the middle of your Demon's Tilt game, you just lost a ball, you're about to start a new round, you don't have to close that application, you could just go back into Halo Reach and continue playing from where you're at. So, same idea how um, having a apps run in the background on your phone. Then. Exactly. That, you can I, literally just click back into it and then it goes goes in. Or if... Will it will it take up, like... Will it create, like, lag or anything if you have 
too many games open in the background. Oh, for sure. That, but that's yeah. just like it's not going to be like, oh yeah, you ho- you have two games. It's kind of like a PC. It's like you have two games. That's fine. As soon as you start running eighteen too many games yeah. in a row, then you're just like, mm, you're so you'll, exactly, you'll, you'll have to have that like realization of having to if you're done playing it, just close it, not like mm-hmm. not just leave it running in the background. You'll have. You have to start getting used to that slightly, especially for like younger gamers, younger kids, probably. Yeah. But you know, that's yeah. I think that's a good way of going back and forth without having to. What start I'm it hoping again. for is that this is actually a setting, so like you can set it to yeah, you can only have one application open at a time, or mm-hmm. you can set the number of applications you want open. Sorry. So if you want to say have two applications open, so you want to have Netflix and then you want to have your game, so like mm-hmm. you switch between your game and then you go to netflix and then your game and then you go to netflix yeah i I did that literally you with the playstation yesterday yesterday i had youtube open and i had my game open at the same time there you go see that i'm hoping that's a good thing but i think that's a very 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 awesome feature that they're going to be bringing uh to the xbox series x as well as a lot of others um it's not going to have vr support as of right now but that's to be seen in the future Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it'll have connect support I think that would be really awesome if they brought back the Connect like 360, just to be like, yeah, you guys with Xbox 360s uh, that have Connect, you guys can still plug it into this machine and still play it. That would be amazing. Cons- well, considering you were talking about the uh, backwards compatibilities, that that was a big selling point that they're trying to yeah they're get tra- into it. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be trying in to get- the last episode. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> but yeah, the Xbox. Uh, Xbox One or the Xbox Series X. God damn, it's such a mouthful. <laughs> uh, the yeah. Xbox, the Xbox Scarlet. That's what I'm gonna call mine. The Xbox Scarlet is just gonna be this beast of a machine. As what? That's what they're hyping it up to be. And we talked about the, uh, we talked about the specs in the last episode as well. And uh, we're we're gonna be excited to see what this turns out to be. I'm excited to see what the PS5 comes out with. Uh there hasn't been a lot of news about it yet, has it? No, not really. They're kind of keeping it quiet. But uh, they have released a few things. But also, one thing that I want to mention before we get into the next topic, because it kind of has that. So I don't know if you noticed in the picture, but there is a tiny, tiny little button that they added to the console. Uh, or to the controller, sorry. So the controller actually has two new things to it. So we're going to bring that up right now. So what it has is it has the little D-pad is no longer... Uh, singular so my this is my uh controller right now i'm going to show davis on this camera so mm-hmm. if i press this it's only going down with uh the new it it's going to be like the uh ultimate controllers where you have it all so you can so it's a little bit more precise for uh platformers or stuff like that i think that's how it's going to work but it's also going to be nicer because you can have those diagonal movements without hitting two buttons. And the other thing to mention is that button in the middle. So in between these two buttons, the start and the select buttons. Uh, so yeah, there's one more. Yeah, there's one more at the bottom. So what that is going to be is that's going to be a button for sharing clips and for sharing uh, other things. So it takes. They stole that from PlayStation because you could do that on PS4. You could do that on PS4. Yeah, but it is a nice little touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, what going back to what you were talking about with the D-pad there, that's going to be really useful for like um, like Mortal Kombat, for example, because I remember back uh, the older Mortal Kombat games, there's some of the combos that require hitting your right and your down at the same time. 
Like mm-hmm. it's like whatever A X B downright, and then you do whatever combo. So something like that will be really useful for uh, yeah. to make it a little bit easier. Something like that. That's, yeah, exactly. That's pretty neat. So I'm I'm excited to see how this all works out. Um, but we're gonna talk about the PS5 controller because apparently this rumored feature is gonna change the way we play single player games. And basically what that means is we're going to take the PS5 controller and we're going to say, yeah, fuck you. How about you give some of the controls to your friends so you can make it infinitely harder on yourself? So what the what this feature is going to be, so you have your P- you have your controller, right? So you're playing your game. You're playing your single player game, mind you. This is a single player game. So let's say you're playing... Uh, Uncharted. Okay, Uncharted. Yeah, sure. So you're There's playing a single Uncharted. player PlayStation game. Yeah, there you go. So you're playing Uncharted. You're playing the game. You know, you're just like shooting and stuff like that. And your friend's like, "Hey, I kind of want to play that too. I don't have the game though." He's like, "You're just like, no worries. How about I split half of the controller with you? So it's like you're right here, and I'm only going like this, and you're going like what that the with the other half." Fuck. It's a very weird concept, I know, but I can see it being useful, especially with timings and stuff like that. If you're playing like a more difficult game, but I also think this is just a grand thing to troll people with. Like, let's be completely honest. Here are some uh, images right now. So, like, you have three people on one side uh, playing uh, with uh, the different buttons. So, someone's controlling the analog sticks, someone's controlling the buttons, and someone's controlling the triggers. Like, I, I don't understand what purpose this has, because if I'm playing a single-player game, I want to play that by myself. Yeah, I want to play Uncharted, and I want to be able to aim in when I want to. Not have some asshole waste all my bullets because he's just like, yeah, I'm playing with the trigger. You're not aiming right, so I'm just going just gonna to shoot. Yeah, like, that's... Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around something that would make sense. Your camera's being very dramatic right now. Woo! It's um, like a really good picture if you like took a screenshot of it because it was like you're going like this and it looked like it kind of had that uh some kind of like camera effect that makes it sharper so anyways okay you know, as, you were um, saying, as you were saying yeah I, i'm trying to think of something like maybe uh like a top-down shooter style game where you have to where you're walking and moving at the same time and it's like dual stick shooter that's what i mean the, oh there like, you go that's some, a good something like story. that Maybe because then you're walking around, and you have someone else uh, shooting for you, uh, but but still like, or something that requires like and where anything that requires like aiming with the joystick instead of aiming with the triggers, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah, I can't that like even what it's hard to think of a it's hard to think of a legitimately good way to do this, right? Yeah, like what the fuck, like twin stick shooters is like the one thing I can use for it. If you're playing something like Call of Duty, am I going to use this? No, I'm Hell not going to no. use this. Not going to use this, especially if I'm going through the campaign. Reaction time and... Yeah. The only... And then that's going to require, like, different... Le- like, if, if your one person has a better internet connection than someone else, then that's going to create lag. Yeah, there's latency issues. That, ah. That's a good thing to point out. Uh, the one thing I was going to point out is the only way I can also see this being useful... So, I was streaming Call of Duty... Of- few weeks ago playing the uh campaign and we were trying to get something called the golden spork which is a melee weapon and he was like the guy that was talking to me in twitch chat was like you just need to shoot off uh these hinges on this water tower i'm like okay 
there's three of them. Boom, boom. I can't figure out what the other one was. And he was trying to direct me. Like, I could imagine just being like, you know what? Fuck this. Give me your Xbox account. Okay, cool. Now you have access to my looking on my controller for a few seconds. Point to where I'm supposed to go. And then he points it towards there. Cool. Kick out. And then you just do that. That's the only way I can see this really being semi-useful. Other than just to either troll people or to make some funny content. Which I can see that being pretty useful. Just being like, yeah, I have this controller. But I'm only allowed to use this part of it. Which is like... Yeah, I could I could see uh, trip uh, t t Twitch like... A gamer like YouTube channel, not necessarily a Twitch channel, but of being like, because I could see that being like the thumbnail. I only have this side of my controller, and random people have this side of my controller. That Ooh, would be what, funny. What that it's like, yeah, that would definitely be a. I could definitely see that being the thumbnail of of a controller like this and being like, yeah, or something like that. There, you know, there already are videos of that in two different ways. One of which is a YouTuber by the name of Jack slash Lonely Mailbox. He makes videos with some of his friends where they play Call of Duty Zombies, but they each only have one half of the controller. So one person is just moving and aiming, while the other person is literally doing everything else. They're interacting with things, shooting, buying doors, buying guns, buying perks, and it's like, that was pretty entertaining to watch. Meanwhile, there's another one called Twitch Plays Pokemon, where the internet gets to decide where this Pokemon trainer goes, and what they name their Pokemon, and what moves they learn, and what moves they use. And it makes some madness. Like, that channel has 100 concurrent viewers at basically any given time. Mm -hmm. So, there are already things like that, but I guess this could take it up a notch, I guess? I don't know. I, I just... Yeah, I, I still don't see a real-world reason for that. But yeah. anyway, so moving. Uh, yeah. What One thing I just want to nail, uh, just to get out uh, before we move on, is that PS5 needs to swing back hard with some good news. Otherwise, they're fucked. There's, like... They're basically just giving it to Xbox at this point. Like, yeah, you know what? A lot of people like the PS4, but we just decided to not release any info and just let Xbox take the storm. Unless X unless PS5 comes out with something huge. Because if PS5 comes out with, yeah, you know what? You don't own your games. Games own you. You don't have to pay any money. You just have to pay for the console and every video game is now yours. Like, you can take it anywhere. Or you don't even need a PlayStation 5 to play it. All you need is a controller. <laughs> And stuff like that. And I know they're working on some stuff like uh, xCloud uh, for Xbox. xCloud being like the Google Stadia that's not shit. And I've heard from beta testers, like, it works super well in some cases. But mm -hmm. then people are like, it's lagging. It's like, what phone are you using? Samsung Galaxy S3. It's like, I had that phone when, back in 2012. So that's probably why you're lagging. Mm -hmm. But, you know... It could be the service as well, but it's probably your phone. So I think Xbox, this is, 2020 is Xbox's year. Uh, when Xbox One came out, it sucked shit. When Xbox 360 came out, it was legendary. When Xbox came out, it was pretty good. So this is the year that they're going all in on anything. And mm -hmm. I've seen a lot from them. Like they have their own Discord channels. They have something called Xbox Ambassadors, which I'm now a part of, which is weird, which I'm trying to get used to. And I no idea what's going on but ps5 needs to swing back hard otherwise they're screwed sony is given up and it's like they have pretty good exclusives so that's all they have to do so you know anyways that was a good yeah. little rant I, I think sony's probably putting more effort into their movies and, and stuff like that than into that side of sony and to their compared to the gaming mm -hmm. i think that's probably 
they're, they're probably putting a little more emphasis into into the film industry than yeah into the yeah. gaming industry especially since sucks. they yeah which which especially since they're still sharing the rights of spider-man right now so yeah. what's yeah. the uh, apparently uh did you hear that cineplex got bought out while we're on the topic of movies real quick no so cineplex got out by some like european uh business uh, and what they, what this might mean is that Canadians might have a chance to get a monthly movie pass. So instead of paying thirteen twenty five each time you want to go see a movie, you pay a mm-hmm. monthly pass. You can go see those movies as many, many times as you want. You just show them the pass. You go buy your popcorn and your drink, and then you just go, shut up. You just go <laughs> into the theater and you sit down. And you enjoy your movie, and you can it's, keep doing that over and over that's again. A, that's a good idea. That's that's gonna get people actually going to the theaters uh, a little bit more again because like except for the fact that there's still the streaming wars and it's still less expensive. It's still gonna be less expensive to watch a movie at home mm-hmm. than to go out. It will probably help instead of spending thirteen dollars. Like making spending, you know, twenty five, thirty dollars just for one to go after you buy everything. Mm-hmm. It will probably help, depending on. How, yeah, let's see what that price ends up being. Yeah, and especially if we get to a point where we can start bringing our own food into theaters, that's not like too too annoying. Like, I don't want to hit li- sit back and have some asshole crinkling a bag of chips and stuff like that. But like, this is also going to bring uh, a lot of potentially food problems to this because what people are missing is like yeah we don't have to pay for the tickets anymore but we still have to pay for the popcorn and the drinks i said it right this time go fuck yourself like you like you still have to buy all of the food so let's say you spend 20 bucks each time you go to the theater like seven of that is just for popcorn and a drink that's really unrealistic but you know um, yeah let's say you spend that seven dollars and you go for a movie three times a week that's still 21 dollars a week which mm-hmm. roughly adds up to about $84 a month. So $84 yeah. a month plus, let's say it costs $50 for this ticket. So you're spending $130 a month on movies and food compared to if you don't use it and you go f- like for two movies in a month, that's about I, uh, I think 40 bucks, uh, something like that. As, as long as it ends up, if it ends up being like, you buy it's like a one-time purchase like it's for the month of january and then it's done and it's like it's not like a yearly subscription or anything like that mm-hmm. because then you could do it like say i'm just going to use this as an example it's like say um i don't know there's two there's there are a few big marvel movies or whatever that are coming out consecutive consecutive consecutively there you go. In, in the in the month like say there's like marvel like I'm going to say January, there's a Marvel movie, there's a, a James Bond movie, there's a, a Star Wars movie, you know, there, there's a bunch of movies in that month that are coming out, and you want to see all of them, and then boom, you buy the pass for January, it makes it less expensive. Mm-hmm. And then March, there's only one movie that you want to see, eh, I'll wait, I won't bother buying this pass, I won't bother going to see it, I'll wait. Like, yeah. I think that would be a good good, good idea, so it, if it works that way. From the report that I saw, which I don't know where it is anymore, uh... It's, oh, it's on Narcity. So Narcity said it could be a monthly thing. So like you said, it's not going to be an annual subscription. If you want an annual subscription and you think movies are going to be good for a year, which they're not, like, let's be completely honest. No. 80% of the time you go to the theaters, you're seeing garbage. Like Marvel movies come out, Disney movies come out. Those are like the few good things. And even then those could be shit. Like some of the Disney films, like the live action ones. 
Mm. I saw cats. Uh, cats. Oh, don't even get me started. There's a, we went to the theater to watch Frozen Two. Way better than Frozen One, by the that way. That looks really good, actually. I haven't seen it yet. Don't go by yourself, Davis. Just gonna say that right now. Don't. <laughs> okay. No. Here's the thing, though. When we went to go see Frozen Two, it was like 9:30 at night on a Sunday, and it was just adults in there. There were like 60 mm-hmm. year olds watching this movie. It's really funny. But anyways, Frozen Two was better than Frozen One, and um, now I've forgotten my point. But uh, great, I forgot the point. <laughs> uh, Damn it. Going to going to movies via mon- monthly is what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, so going monthly is actually going better than going annually because I think Frozen Two is definitely worth seeing if you have that movie pass but other than that like the live action oh this is the point uh King. on twitter somebody had a post like katie like this guy's girlfriend or wife or whatever has never seen lion king do i start her with the live action one or the animated one 87 percent of the people voted uh animated at least when i voted and i was like mm-hmm. yeah that makes total total sense because nobody wants to see like the live action one. Well, a few people do want to see it, but uh, there's it's one. Not, I've, yeah, I've heard it's not as good as the original. Like yeah. the, it just the emotion isn't there. Yeah, the one thing that I've seen so far that I really like that's live action from Disney is Lady and the Tramp. That one. Was oh, you really watched good. it? I've watched part of it. Uh. I watched the first bit and then I was like, I'm too tired. I need to go to sleep. So there you go. That was cool. That. Yep. Anyway, let's continue on. That we, was a random rant, but it yeah, hit. It makes exactly. Sense. There you go. We like movies. One last thing to get on to. So you know how we were talking about leaks and they're not really leaks? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently some of the leaks are actually leaks. The leaks really? have leaks. So the Pokemon Company, according to IGN, Pokemon Company is given legal permission to pursue Sword and Shield leakers. So people that were leaking it on Discord and stuff like that before the game was even out, um, they were going to be sued for it. Well, yeah, that's an actual official like leak. Mm-hmm. So Forbes notes the Pokemon company has identified four Discord users, though after it hired outside forensics experts to hunt down the leakers. One is believed to be the person who supplied the images to the other defendants who posted or helped post the photos online. So, um... That's a little bit uh, scary now, if you're thinking about that. Like, imagine just being like, I'm so excited, I want to see, like, someone found this, and I want to share it with other people. Now you're getting sued by the Pokemon company? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, your actions have consequences. It's probably because there's an NDA. Yep. A non-disclosure agreement. That's, That's why. It's probably a breach of an NDA. Probably. Or people were just hacking, and they were like, oh, we found the Pokemon... Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield starters. Let's throw these out there. Mm-hmm. And like, that, I guess that's another reason because like hacking is illegal too. So, mm-hmm. and some that's... of these things aren't even bad leaks, and they actually got more excitement for the game. Like, mm-hmm. imagine this. Imagine instead of not releasing anything and releasing it three months before the game came out. Imagine six months before the game came out, you released one of the Pokemon starters. People would go nuts. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, it add, it is, adds hype. It adds hype, exactly. And then you do it like at an uncertain amount of time. So like two weeks later, boom, the next starter gets released. And then a month later, boom, the next starter gets released. And then stuff like that. The only leaks that are really bad are things when you have people that are conflicting with what the people want. So 
some one of the things was the Pokedex no longer contains every single Pokemon known to man. It only has the Pokemon fr- that are indigenous to that region. Mm-hmm. And if that was leaked, which it was, I think, everyone would have flipped their shit and turned off the game. That's like a really bad leak. But if it's a positive leak and it caused positive responses, I can't see the judges going too harsh on these guys. Especially if they were just pictures of, say, you know, the Pokemon that were there. Yeah, I have no idea how that how any of that works. But one thing, the, the one thing that I kept on thinking of was <clears throat> uh, TJ Miller and uh, Ryan Reynolds, <clears throat> Deadpool. <clears throat> like that, that, that three D model image of Deadpool in the car that came out in like a few years prior to the Deadpool movie coming out in twenty. What that came out in twenty fourteen, and then the movie came out in twenty sixteen. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like that created so much hype and because of that that leak is what got the movie to become become a thing mm-hmm. like exactly so it could be a good thing it could be so, a good sometimes thing. sometimes it's a good thing there you go so we'll we'll see what comes out of this i'm hoping to see you know uh something come out of this for the hackers that are being dealt i it's not nearly as bad as you know swatting was where it's like this is a national threat and these people are going to jail for at least five years for swatting that's also a stupid thing what's what's swatting so swatting is let's say i'm live streaming and davis you for some reason hate me or you want to pull a prank on me you say hi uh this person is at so-and-so address they're wielding oh, a gun. Yeah, yeah. You okay, need to yeah, send the SWAT team over there, and then you come during the live stream. I get taken down and arrested. Yeah. That's what swatting is. Okay, yeah, I've seen I've seen videos of that. Yeah, and it's uh not a good time. It's not okay. <laughs> it wastes money. It wastes time, and it has the potential to get people hurt or killed. Like yeah. there were there were some people that were killed by it, and that's why the uh, FBI like are going after these people. And uh, I think, what, what do we have? The CFA? Canadian Federal Agency, something like yeah. that? Yeah. So, CFA, the FBI, all of these people are like, yeah, where was this person that called from? And you can easily trace it. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're at, like, a payphone. Uh, in which case, like, you're calling from a payphone. But if you're if you're from payphone, then you're, how are you watching someone on stream? <laughs> watch it on your own phone. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so and then they just... Then they just traced your phone IP. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's it's a little more difficult, but they still could do it. Exactly right. You could change, like it could be really, really. It's gonna be really, really hard to get but, out of. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, we'll see how many people get arrested over swatting, and apparently it still happens. I think from time to time. Let Let's Google when the last swatting report was. Uh... Two days ago, two years after swatting victims, mom asked how many more lives have to be lost, so I think someone died. Victim of swatting finds himself on his knees. That was a day ago. So, you know. Jesus Christ, that's a... There there are there are pranks, and then there are, like, holy shit, you're, someone's gonna... There's a difference between calling a yeah. clown over to that person's house, and the clown just stands behind them, and then honks a horn in their ear... That's a prank. That's a pretty good prank. If someone just calls up a clown and they just let them into my house and they just like, and like, piss me off, that's a good prank. What's not a good prank is being like, hey, SWAT, ha, get over there. And then just like, 
when they get back up and they tell the police, like, yeah, this is what I do. Someone must have done this. Like, I'm glad no one was hurt or anything. And you get back to business. Then you see that guy in chat. Haha, I swatted you pretty good. Haha, lol. Then it's like, that's not a joke. Especially if it's like an adult that makes those decisions. It's like, hmm. Mm, yeah. Okay. Because you can have some kids doing that. Because kids have fucking phones. Everyone has a goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. Alright, anyways, let's get on to the last topic. That was enough of the gaming corner. Let's talk about Try Guys' interview with the CEO of YouTube. So, Davis. Yeah. What did you learn? <laughs> well, like, like I said there uh, before, the Try Guys is one of the channels that I, I follow. I, I don't watch every video that they do, but... Um, He's a pretty big fanboy, though. He talks about it all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. He has a Try Guys um, poster that he licks every time before he goes to bed. <laughs> um, they're, so they were a big channel. They they were one of BuzzFeed's biggest uh, videos that they did um, for them a few years ago. Back uh, 2017, I do believe, is when they left the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and now they are their own thing. They literally break, broke out all of 2018 and 2019 was about them making their own content um so like i said they're so they're pretty well known uh, channel um so a lot of people know them and so basically i have no clue because i literally just watched the video i didn't do any research into it or anything but um it it was youtube level but semi-professional level as well like they they still set up lights and everything like that that you would with an actual interview um mm-hmm like on like CBC or whatever, but it still seemed semi like YouTube level because one of the angles, well, it was, maybe it was just me, but I was, bu- it was kind of bugging me where it was, it looked handheld. Ooh. So I think, so I, I think they kind of did that to still make it at that creator level. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, um, but yeah, they basically like, it seemed like she was giving um, like presidential candy <laughs> kind of presidential style answers of like yes no maybe like maybe this is so. what's happening kind of sort of like yeah. type of thing she it, because and it but it still didn't seem i don't think it was like 100 percent rehearsed to like you would get with a lot of like uh, campaigns and everything mm-hmm. in in regular media nor normal media but um because she did seem a little like shocked by some of the questions. It seemed but, yeah, like kind of on the spot. Yeah, so she knew the general topic of basically of what they were going to talk about, obviously. But I think Eugene's questions were very specific, mm-hmm. and because her when I watched it, her reaction was like, w- "What you're asking this type thing." Mm. Um, so th- I, th- I thought that was good because it wasn't so rehearsed, and it didn't like it wasn't like cue cards or anything like that for her to answer mm-hmm. from. So. Uh, it seemed pretty genuine, but but yeah, they they talked about like the new um, the new child law, like having to say is this for video for kids, and discuss like the reason behind that and the fact that yes, creators that make content for kids, they're not gonna lose money. They're not gonna like lose, well like they're not gonna take money away or anything like that. It it's just going to be a little more difficult to create content to create ad revenue for um Those for channels that, that that make stuff like that. It it's yeah it's but it doesn't affect most of YouTube. It doesn't really affect it. But that's and they she really emphasized like the difference between the YouTube and then the YouTube Kids app. Like yeah, 
because they're still like I have no idea. I've never opened the YouTube Kids app because I don't have kids. But I think it's basically or like, are you a kid? <laughs> in, in, instead of, um, because like, you can't have put like a Toys R Us ad onto YouTube for kids or something like that, and try to get kids on doing one to buy, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how she was emphasizing. There's still gonna be like the the ad that runs before your video basically mm-hmm. and you can still get like your own personal sponsors i think if i remember correctly but like but yeah it's not going to be that type of stuff or or you know so you can still you can still run it and everything but it doesn't affect most channels on youtube because mm-hmm. a lot of channels don't make kids stuff anyway um and then, uh, yeah, they, that's the big thing they talked. I mean, they talked a lot about like the algorithm and how, um, how like, because a lot of people were complaining about like how the algorithm works and everything, mm-hmm. um, and demonetize, demonetizing your videos and and everything. So there's a lot of just in depth. It's it's hard to re- remember because I watched a couple days ago now, but um, yeah, they did a. a basically in how like how the algorithm works she kind of broke it down a little bit more to in like regular terms and trying to really explain that like that's why you get the same videos over and over again on your feed it's it doesn't have to do with um you googling uh blenders right Mm -hmm. It, it has to do because the ad your 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 feed of like videos on your screen on your homepage. Is a different algorithm, different group of YouTube altogether than your, um, than what you get for ads and everything. Technically, yeah. Because, like, I've been watching uh, like one of the channels I'm subscribed to. It's they're the um, How Ridiculous mm-hmm. channel. It's literally just them like dropping stuff and trick shots and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. I got that recommended. It just happened to be a recommended, and then I subscribed to it. Now they're one of the main channels I watch. But that has, like, had nothing to do with any of my searches. I don't remember how that showed up, but that was a few years ago anyway. But, yeah, and she kind of just explained the two different sides of of the the world, of, like, the algorithms and everything, mm-hmm. and marketing and, and all that. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. They also talked about um, LG, LGTBQ rights and stuff like that didn't they yes yeah because especially coming from eugene because he had a big video a few months ago or whatever that it's literally titled i'm gay it was a whole dance number of him coming out and explaining that he's uh saying that he's gay um and the big thing about that was like no like a lot of lgbtq um creators are trying to say that their content is being pushed and not showing up just because of like the the titles that they put in and she was trying to explain that it's not how it really is it's not yeah exactly it's not how it works it's just how again again again, it's how the this is what you clicked on so this is what we're going to try to show you it's not that because your stuff is is gay that's why it's not showing up on some people's pages it's because they're not watching this type of stuff so why would we want other stuff that's not related to what they want to watch yeah type exactly. of thing yeah so that makes sense I'm you, glad you, they say you that you do have to watch the whole the whole interview to get the whole idea because it is like i said it is still kind of 
like presidential type of speak because mm-hmm. but she that's also because she must know what she's talking about obviously because they've discussed it they yeah. know the topics and everything so mm-hmm. i i like when they throw in those oddball questions that kind of throws them off to see how they genuinely react see if they're fully prepared if they're not prepared if they haven't mm-hmm. even thought about the question at all they even understand the question so mm-hmm. it's cool that eugene threw those in but he still kind of like stuck to it uh the ad revenue stuff i i have no idea what this means for like smaller channels and stuff like that because i know with the content uh the content system content id system that's what it was where people would be like flagged for having five seconds of a song in the video or like if you're playing a video game and you're listening to the music and then you get it put onto YouTube, they could demonetize it because it has the on and stuff like that. But I have no idea what this un- like this Child Protection Act is, so it's just basically we have to describe we are not for kids, we are for adults, and mm-hmm. that'll change the advertisers or something like that, or No, it just it just means that like like I said, like the for the stuff that literally just our channel's so small, so we don't we don't even qualify for for monetization for the partnership anyway but mm-hmm. like say say we were we were at that the minimum thousand subscriber uh count it it just means that um like if we were making stuff for children it you have to be very specific about it yeah you just have to be because because they're they basically it goes into like same idea with like um like fda say you're watching a show on teletoon right Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a commercial for Toys R Us compared to uh, when you're watching Sports Center. You're gonna have a commercial for a Ford truck, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 to actually different differentiate between what you're actually putting out there, but it makes it a little. It, it, to my understanding, what I remember, it makes it still makes it difficult because they're not allowed specifically to advertise to children. Yeah. So thir- 13 and under, or 12 and under, technically, because 13 counts as teenager, mm-hmm. is what they were saying. So I don't, I, I again, I would have to rewatch it. I, I could be still wrong here, but to my understanding is that you still can get advertising and monetizing stuff, but it just, it's more difficult. It's not going to be the, the same ways of doing it um, for any other content. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was a huge thing. That was like, yeah, like the whole adpocalypse and stuff like that, and they're even starting to take down videos at some point. Like, uh, I dubs his content cop on another YouTuber named Leafy is here. He his uh, video got deleted, even though like entire channels are made of him bullying people. Like Leafy is here is a well known bully. Yeah, that's what that was another thing that they were talking about. Was talking about like harassment. Uh, she's she was saying that there's like three like levels of like the new harassment policy mm-hmm. so one had the first one had to do with like if your one video is talking about um hating on someone because of their their religion gender skin color sex anything like that if you're specifically hating on that then it can get uh taken down uh the other one is like um what was it i if your whole same thing, but your whole channel, your whole channel can get taken down. If your whole channel is about that, the whole channel is getting deleted. And then the third one was like, say you are like kind of sort of making fun of someone, but not fully. It doesn't 
enough, not enough to get the video deleted. Yeah. But the next video, you do something that's kind of sorta, and then the next video, it's kind of sorta. If you're if you're like on the line, really, really close, over and over and over again, mm-hmm. it could still get deleted because it's like you're purposely still you're trying perfect. to push that line. Yeah, exactly. As much as possible. By the way, guys, I'm not bullying Tana Mojo. I'm not bullying Jake Paul or Logan Paul. I'm just saying they're shitty content creators. Not bullying. It's true. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah exactly. That's there's it's it's exactly it's it's finding that difference between uh, being mad at someone and being like, what is this? Like, what are you doing? I don't I don't agree with it. And being like, no, I hate you because you're black, right? Yeah, you, you can't like that's that's what they're trying to prevent is that type of content. I hate you because you're fat. Like, that's not okay. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, I hate you because you you gamble to children. That's fine. That is totally okay because that's, you know, morals. I hate you because you promote gambling to children. I hate you because you are endorsing the fact that getting married is just a big show for you. It doesn't Mm -hmm. actually mean anything and you're encouraging that amongst children. Yeah, I, I think that exactly stuff like that is probably a good example. I don't, again, I don't remember the whole thing. I didn't read into it. I, I'm not fully knowledgeable of, uh, of it, but that's of my understanding of what I remember from the video, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I think that's going to do it for us here at the M3 podcast. Um, Davis, do you oh, want... no, I just remember something. Oh. This is definitely more more local uh, Edmonton, but we we wanted to talk about uh, Hasbro and oh, uh, when. Oh right, right! I forgot when about that. Up, when you brought up Cineplex, it reminded me. Right. Yeah. So we we're gonna get. Uh, so for everyone else in that might be listening to it, uh, West Edmonton Mall is the I do believe the largest indoor theme park in North America, probably in the world. Um, I think. You're and they're. So they got officially, they released the fact that Hasbro is going to be now partnering with West Edmonton Mall Theme Park, Galaxyland. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have um, like Hasbro characters, games and toys and stuff like that uh, into West Edmonton Mall. So it's like the, what I heard on, on the radio uh, when they were talking about it, it was like, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> Or like GI Joe and yeah. stuff like that, which I that's gonna add. Then most likely, my guess is they're probably gonna have a Hasbro based uh, store like right next to the entrance or something like that too. Like they're obviously gonna be pushing those type of those type of toys and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just just so uh, we have our facts straight, so. Uh, North America's largest shopping mall is the West Edmonton Mall. So yeah, we have the largest shopping mall in the world. Woo! Go Edmonton. Uh, but yeah, so they are remodeling everything, which kind of sucks. To I hope that they keep if they remove that fucking swing, I'm gonna I I hate West Ed. I'm never going there again. But <laughs> uh, here are some of the brands that Hasbro owns. So they own Nerf, My Little Pony, Monopoly, Play-Doh, Transformers, Hasbro Gaming. I think that's just a bunch of board games. Oh, board games, games, yeah. Uh, Baby Alive, Littlest Pet Shop, Beyblade, For Real, Lost Kitties, Disney Princesses, Disney's Frozen, Nerf Rivals, Star Wars, Marvel, Play School Heroes, Mr. Potato Head, and Locks. So it's going to be... 
I don't think they're going to... My guess is they're probably not going to do too much Disney stuff, considering there's already so much stuff with Disney. Disneyland it'll, exists, yeah. Yeah, so it'll probably, to make it specific for just Hasbro, Nerf, that will be fun. They'll add, like, actual Nerf, like, shooting, like a shooting range or something like that. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Transformers would be cool. Beyblade is too dated. It's not really known anymore. Yeah. Um... Have like Monopoly, have like a Mister Monopoly Man or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, so far, uh, it will include Hasbro brands such as My Little Pony, Monopoly, GI Joe, Nerf, Play-Doh, Battleship, Operation, and more, according to Global, Global Edmonton, which is a really, really. Which is a good. That's a good source. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, that that would that's reliable. Can you guess how many years that the uh, that Galaxy Land has been open? Or has it mm-hmm. been Galaxy Land? Uh, Galaxy Land, I'm going to estimate, so we're hitting 2020, um, 55. 24. <laughs> you are <laughs> way, way off, off, way off, way off. Like, well, but okay, well, half so the, of that. The theme park's only the... been around, well, because the mall's been around, oh, wow, okay, I'm way off. 24 years of being space-themed, is what it says. So. Yeah, because they have the alien. I because I remember when I was um, not a kid, but like probably uh, young, like twelve, like eleven, twelve. We would go. We would uh, drive up to Edmonton and just and that would be it. They'd be followed the alien sign to West yeah. Edmonton Mall. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently it says uh, it's known as Fantasyland from 1983 to 1995. Oh, that's why. Um. So yeah. But lost the lawsuit and was forced to change the park's name. Although the mall was continued to allow to using the name Fantasyland Hotel, uh, they yeah. rebranded to Galaxyland with a new space age theme and a mascot named Cosmo. So Cosmo is now fucking dead. No, we've killed that, Cosmo. That's that's why I was thinking of the entire. I just you were talking about just the the name. I was talking about the theme park in general. Hmm. So yeah, uh, I am pretty excited to see what this actually means. Uh for that apparently construction will begin this month so uh december yep december so Hmm. it's gonna start in december and apparently with the grand opening scheduled for winter 2020 so i guess they really don't have that much to change right like they have to well okay they have to change a lot of the buildings they have to change the design of the pillars they have what does winter count does that literally mean like because January is technically still winter, or does that mean all the way next December? I would assume it's next December because I don't think yeah. they have the resources and time, especially with Christmas coming up yeah. and New Year's Eve. So depends on how much they're depends on how much they're changing. If they're just if if they're adding a whole shit ton of stuff, then yeah, I guess it would be the entire year. I think so. Like I think with a lot of it. Um, there's like a ton of signs, and like I don't know if you got if you know what the design of Galaxy Line looks like. It's been a while since I've been in there, but I know, yeah, it's like wavy and purple and. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. post this picture right now. Boom! So Galaxy Land, there's like all of this shit over here. It's like these buildings that have this really kind of like cartoony look. Yeah. To it, and like all these signs that say Galaxy Land, and there's stuff all over the ground, even the support beams. That actually yeah. hold the roof on top are uh, going to need to be redesigned for it. So yeah, I guess. I don't. So yeah, that would that would definitely take a while. Yeah, that's definitely taking at least a year. 
So, yeah, that's going to be super exciting. I'm glad you caught that. I completely forgot that was a thing. So we'll put yeah. that link in the description as well. But my I God. think the most popular, it's most popular, I think, is going to be um, the My Little Pony stuff, especially. F but the My Little Pony stuff and then like the nerf stuff. Probably. I think the nerf stuff is going to be huge. Because nerf. My Little Pony is still really popular to this day. Uh, nerf is obviously still really popular. Like GI Joe is, it's they're still getting Transformers is still going to be good. That I think that's probably going to be pretty good too. But mm -hmm. yeah, I th I think because not because boys and girls like uh, My Little Pony, right? Yeah. So and grown adults for crying out loud. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I think out of all of that, I think that's definitely going to be the most popular. You're a grown man who likes My Little Ponies. Find a new hobby, please. It's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I wonder like, how popular their bro, own thing, just the like, Bromi movement is. If yeah. it's still, if are Bromies still a thing? Bronies are still a thing. Gabe Newell, the guy who made Steam, is a Brony. Well, everyone has their own likes. That's everyone whatever. Everyone has their own likes, but it's just like, it's also really, really creepy. If you secretly like it and you don't push it on anyone, and you know, that's fine. But there was a picture a while ago of these guys. They went to the My Little Pony movie uh, and some guy was walking past and he took a picture and it's not little girls that are in the line with their dads it's just the guys themselves going to this movie like standing in line and waiting it's like that, like uh, it's weird uh, I guess you have your own thing and you have your yeah. own freedom to do it but yeah. like, as long as you're not creepy about it that's fine like oh I love that My Little Pony <laughs> like that's disgusting but uh, ugh, we're going down a rabbit hole. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's a rabbit hole we don't I, need to go into. You know what would be cool, though, for uh, some of the things, like uh, a giant battleship game. That would be cool to do that somehow. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Play-Doh, imagine like a Play-Doh land. So like it's just land made of Play-Doh. Ugh, that would stink so bad. That would stink bad. What, children? Yeah, uh, what else is there? G.I. Joe. Like the shooting game where you're on the alien track. Yeah, um, kind of like what you have in uh, Rec Room. There's Rec, like Rec Room has like yeah. arcade games stuff like that. So yeah, but then, so the thing is, would they? So and then, so they're they would have. To, are they going to expand it then and add more stuff? Because they obviously they're going to keep like the roller coasters and and all the rides and everything. They'll just have to. Are like how I'm I'm curious as to how much they're rebranding it. Because, like, how much is Hasbro taking over, right? It, well, right now it says Galaxy Land powered by Hasbro. Yeah, so it's still going to keep the Galaxy Land's, like, themes and stuff. Yeah. I think, but then adding a little bit more Hasbro stuff. I don't know. I guess we'll find out in the future. We'll uh, find out uh, how Maybe far it's going. M3 takes a field trip over to former Woo! galaxy land that would be a lot of fun are you That'd good with rides are you good with um decently i'm better now than i was in my early 20s so that's for sure fair i am good with rides i don't usually go on loops but i've always wanted to try the mind benders so i i have to try it at least once i went yeah. to space mountain once and that was a lot of fun i've done the space shop before because I... I remember so my dad had it works at Syncrude. this will be the last story before we head off so my dad works at Syncrude. He gets these tickets every year to go to Galaxyland before the park even opens to the public. Oh, so we get like dope. two hours to hang around. So one year, I was like, yeah, I want to go. Like, I don't have a job. I was like, what, 12 years old, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. So my younger brother and my older brother, they both didn't want to go. And I was like, okay, well, why don't I invite some friends? So I invited my buddies Connor and Kai. And like those two went on the space shot. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. 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 Okay, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So I just like ran down the stairs. And I'm like, wait. And then the guy like waited for me. And I went with them. And I was like, that was an awesome experience. Nice. And then Connor, I don't think... Go you, ahead. You've never seen sadness until you see one person on the Mindbender. Literally only one. And he's like the only guy like, holy shit, Connor. And he's just like going around and stuff like that. He's just screaming his head off. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, I haven't been into Galaxy Line since living in Edmonton. The last time I went was when I was when I was uh, younger. Like, like I said, when my mom, my sister and I would come up just from Wainwright just to to visit and go to the mall and do whatever. And yeah, I don't. I think that's the last time I've been to Galaxy Land was. It would have been when I was probably yeah, like twelve, thirteen, something like that. Yeah, last time I went to Galaxy Land, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like one of those moments. I went to Galaxy Land for a charity event, but there was like a billion people there, and some asshole lady in a stroller kept hitting me and like skipped me in line. I'm like, listen, just because you have a baby doesn't mean you have fucking privilege over me. I still have a right to, you know, be here and mm-hmm. go on rides and stuff. We only went on one or two rides, and then that was it. Didn't do anything. Fair enough. So, anyways, that's going to be it for the M3 podcast for the actual time. Because yeah, last time, the, officially. Yeah. yeah, officially. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and or watching. Uh, subscribe to our channels. Uh, check all the links in the description for more of our content and stuff like that. You can catch me live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash jtinitis. You can catch Davis on Twitter. Here. <laughs> and in his I, basement might be doing some more vlogs i'm gonna try to do at least one uh, uh over christmas yeah i want to do when the new year starts i want to start uploading more of my gameplay and stuff to this channel like especially with like top 10 videos and stuff like that uh golden fucking indie games are taking over my life dude i found one called feria it's like a tile-based uh strategy game pretty fun uh but anyways, next episode. Next episode. <laughs> next episode. Well, uh, I don't even—I don't even know what our next episode is going to be because yeah, I was going to say is, so. Next week is uh, Christmas and Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, so taking taking Christmas. Yeah, we're taking Christmas off. Um, we're, then we'll be back. We'll be back before the new year. Hopefully. Hopefully. We will because, try our yeah. best. Yeah, we'll try to get it. Yeah, but. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Happy holidays. This is it for the M3 podcast. Talk to you guys later. See you guys. Peace. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure to like and subscribe for more. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links will be in the description.